When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello, you're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm Corey, a.k.a. Bayou Benders, alongside Mason Dixon, and this is Habs Nightly, your hub for Habs content. back to another episode of Habs Nightly, folks. Uh, I know I just said it's uh, Habs content, but guess what? There's really nothing to talk about. Uh, Habs related, at least hockey related too. So uh, this is going to be one of those extreme summer episodes. But uh, before I start going on a tangent and taking over the episode, let's see how Mason, the anxiety-driven young man is doing mason what's up bud i'm pretty good yeah like you said uh not much to talk about we are in the dog days of summer here and hockey content is kind of sparse but you know say la vie we move on and uh yeah this is kind of just gonna be a, a shit show little episode here and Corey and i are both, you know, got stuff to do this weekend. So recording this on the Saturday. So if something happened Sunday, we apologize. But that's just the way she goes today. If I have to, uh, God, if they if they have anything good to talk about um, to make this somewhat of a hockey-related episode, I will. Um, I have to work tomorrow. I got an LSU-Florida State game um, at the Superdome, which scared the fuck out of me because I'm – College football plays on a Saturday and uh, like midday today, like I had like a, like a, a panic attack. I was like, oh, my God, it's fucking because I saw I saw on my TV, um, you know, college football week, you know, like starting. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm totally fired. Uh, but it is tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so. Uh, last time we talked, Mason. I was going to see Oliver Tree. You want to talk about that? Go for it. Oliver Tree is a, uh, an interesting man. Oh, it's fantastic. Um, so I, we went to the Orpheum. Um, there's Orpheums all over. But um, I don't know if they're all designed like this. The Orpheum 
pull it up for you. Dorfium, I think, is the oldest uh, opera house in New Orleans. And uh, I went and saw a ghost there. If y'all know who the band Ghost is, um, their song is like taking over TikTok right now about Mariana Cross. Um, one of the best shows I went to, not this one, uh, open 1921. So that's how old this place is. It's got like beautiful, like uh, intricate art, uh, like on the ceiling and shit like that, like a massive globe. Um, no, no, you'd have to look it up. I'm not gonna, I mean, I did art, I did art theory. I did all the art shit, so I should be able to break down what this is, but, uh, not, not when I'm recording. Cause then I'll just start fumble fucking everything. Cause I don't know if we've learned this about me, but I, I get, I have like fucking bad anxiety. So when I hit record, uh, I sound even more stupid than I am. Um, well, the place is fucking beautiful, nonetheless. Um, so not only did Oliver Tree play, have you heard of the band Johnny? It's like J A W N Y. Um, Mason, you might know him from NHL 22. One of their songs is on it. And, Which one? Um, uh, let me look it up. It's a fire song. Johnny NHL 22. Oh, yes. Like J O N Y. Yeah, the song Take It Back, uh, which is like a really like guitar punch driven song. Um Fire Fire Group. And I was like, you know what, dude? All right, so it's a three piece. I don't know if it's a four. One dude could have been sick. Uh, but anyway, three guys came out. The fucking bassist stole the fucking show. This dude's in a uh like a onesie jumper suit that's like uh it had like summertime print shit on it. You know, like it looked like a bunch of pineapples and like flowers and shit all over this jumper suit, dude. Oh man. Kid had a sick fit playing the, playing like a, like a maroon colored bass. And this dude was just moving, moving the whole fucking time. Couldn't keep still. Uh, and I literally didn't watch anyone else during that performance. This kid just had the rhythm. Um, but yeah, so I'm like, this this band's kind of familiar. Like they their sound sounds similar. And then they played a song from NHL and I started dying laughing. I'm like, this is like the only good song on NHL 22. <laughs> Other than the Oliver Tree joint. Um, but anyway, I saw you know my wife start my wife likes them a lot. Once I realized it was them, I like really got into them. Really good show from them. They said their equipment was fucking up. Uh, but they sounded great. Other than that, uh, Oliver Tree came on next. Excuse me. Uh, played for like an hour and forty five fucking minutes, and um, he is the most energetic, out of weight, out of shape, not out of weight, out of shape looking guy. He's in shape apparently, because you can't do what he did on fucking stage all night and not be out of shape. He just kind of looks it. You know, he's kind of got like a milk bag look to him. Or, uh, or he's on Coke. Or he's on Coke. But I mean, dude, like every single ni- every single night of doing this, it's kind of tough just to do Coke that much and get away with it. Like to have that <laughs> level of energy. Like you have to have like the endurance. Like this dude jumped the whole time. He was just moving. He was just moving, dude. This dude's got sick fucking 
sick, sick little little three year old dances that just fucking work. It just works. So he comes out, you know, he's got the Jenkos on uh, with the puff jacket from the first album with the the flames background. Uh, he did he did like four or five songs off of that. Then he said he was hot and he fucking took his his shit off and then he had the uh, solo you know wax paper cup uh, print stuff on and he did two or three more songs like that. Uh, then he went in the back for a second and then you know it was like a skit. He went in the back. Oh, he came out on his fucking scooter and did like a I don't know three sixty spin thing with the scooter landed it flawlessly people went fucking nuts um <laughs> so he rode his scooter to the back and then the entire fucking scene on stage changed and you know and it went to the cowboy uh cowboy tears album and this dude came out with the little blue the fucking the blue cowboy suit on and shit like that and the whole band's wearing like you know like a uh was it the Canadian tuxedo, like all all denim, uh, cowboy look and shit? I just want to interject here. Uh huh. I know it's called you know the whole denim thing, Canadian tuxedo. That is the most American thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, like the only time I hear that ever that it's phrase from Canadians. Ever, no, is when. American companies put it in Canadian advertisements. Oh, that's sick. I feel like it's an insult. <laughs> you ever heard of the blue jean committee? No, but I will like I will <laughs> I will tell you I have never seen anyone like I like maybe out west. I've never seen a full on Canadian tuxedo. What if what if I showed up? What if y'all were coming to pick me up off a plane? I got off the plane in a straight, full Levi Canadian tuxedo. I would be putting you on the next plane. Dude, I'm talking like three-piece. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got a (laughs) vest on, too. You've got like a, instead of like an undershirt, it's just more denim. Yeah, like full-on denim. And the denim tie. Like denim button-down, denim bow tie. No, denim bolo tie, right? Um, with a denim vest, denim overcoat, denim pants. That would almost be impressive. I'd have to give it to you. I'd be hot as fuck, dude. Denim does not breathe. <laughs> yeah, but you're in Canada, dude. <laughs> We're so off subject. Uh, I I did go to Vans Warped Tour, the last one, uh, for down here. I went to it and cut off. Um. What the fuck is it called? Overalls with the little clips, you know, dongerees. dongerees, I guess, you know, it's like a full pant that has like the, the chest part and then the, the little straps that go over your back to hold it up. Uh, I don't know, man. You don't know what I'm... it was called, man. It looks like little farmer Johns. You know what I'm saying? I think like, I think, like, like, I don't know. I'm a yeah. man. I don't wear, I don't wear overalls. You're a man. You don't wear overalls, but you know what an overall is. I, I'm thinking you're wearing like dongarees. I think that's what you're talking about. They're like stylish. Yeah. No, no, no. This was not stylish. I look like a fucking hillbilly. No, but I mean like they're in style now. Dongarees. Oh, God, I hope that's how you spell it. 
Yeah, a dongaree. Okay. But I caught him into like, I don't know, eight, nine inch inseams. Because <laughs> it was so fucking hot. Dude, stylish. I probably I'm probably the reason dongarees are so successful these days. Um yeah, dude, just show up in that. Just show up in that with like a little straw hat, looking like uh Palmer Fran off of the waterboard. Well, you anyway. were wearing that in the New Orleans heat. Yeah, it was brutal. <laughs> oh my god, what were you thinking? Uh, I know the metal was fucking like burning into my flesh, so I went and bought a band T-shirt. <laughs> huh? Oh, dude. All right, so like, back to Oliver Tree. So he does his set uh, with the Cowboy Tears setup, dude. Fuck, it was awesome. Um, He changed his outfit to like a red fucking suit, like a red, yeah, like a red old-timey looking suit. Something looked like, Ar- basically like something Arthur Morgan would wear. Uh, did a couple songs like that, and then he popped up in an orange one. <laughs> The, the whole time fucking dancing like from left stage to right not just in one little spot like he was running the entirety of the stage back and forth and he was singing while doing it so he's like not out of breath so like i'm just so amazed at this guy's ability to perform and be that active while looking so out of shape just hats off to that guy. Hats off. I'm glad you enjoyed it. It was fire, dude. He didn't play um, anything. He didn't play anything that you didn't know. And it's funny because, I mean, he doesn't have that much music. So he more or less played like his discography for an hour and 45 minutes. <laughs> Did you, uh, kind of off topic, but on the topic of bands. Did you see Taylor Hawkins' son playing drums? For, for my hero. No, I didn't. Dave Grohl announced that they had like a special guest or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And Taylor Hawkins' son comes out. Oh, that's and starts playing drums on my hero and fucking crushed it. How do people not like, how do you not cry when you see shit like that? Like, that's unreal. I mean, for those of you who don't know, um, the food, which I assume most of our, I think most of our audience, given our demographic, would probably know what I'm talking about. But uh, Taylor Hawkins was the ju- the drummer for the Foo Fighters. He passed away like what a year ago, maybe less. I say it's close to a year, maybe. Like very, very. We'll just say recently. that. Yeah, fairly, fairly recently. And uh, yeah, his son comes out and plays drums. That's awesome. And even even Dave Grohl, like he's sitting there watching, and can tell the guy like wants to cry. Mm-hmm. I'm sure yeah, he, he wants to fucking cry. You know, because I'm sure there's like a resemblance too. And he like turns back if he turns back real quick, real quick. He's probably seeing like him, you know, his best friend when they were first starting this band. You know, like goosebumpy. No, absolutely. He had like a little drum solo too. It was amazing. Like nice. if you have to check, I'll send it to you. Yeah, please do. But it was phenomenal. Please do. Um. So yeah, dude, how's uh how's life? You excited for this move? I know it's a bit off subject now that we talked a little Oliver Tree, but 
about to make a big change, bud. You ready? Uh, yeah, I am excited. Uh, we're recording this the night before. Like I, the big like 8 move, PM, eight p.m. And I'm moving. I'm, I have to get to Peterborough for twelve, twelve in the afternoon the next day. So, uh, nerves have definitely hit in a bit. You know, before any big change in your life, you kind of, you know, you're excited the whole time. And then the day before it gets there, and you're nervous. But I am. I'm pretty excited. I want to get up there and. You know, I got a, basically a, a whole week before my classes start. They don't. Do you guys have Labor Day in the U.S.? Oh yeah, it's tomorrow. It's tomorrow. I'm sorry, it's Monday. I keep thinking it's Sunday. Yeah, so it's the long weekend, and then my classes don't start until. Ooh, when do they start? He doesn't know. I think I basically have the week. Hmm. If I maybe they start the Friday, I'm not sure to be honest with you. Yes, so I have a basically I have a few days before my classes. <laughs> yeah, I'm just looking forward, looking forward to everything. Kind of, you know, anxious but also just excited. Yeah. Good, good, good. You gonna go to a couple Peterborough Peets, bud? You gonna go a couple games? I might have to. Um. You know, it'd be a little more exciting if the Habs had any prospects on the Pete's. But, you know, Mason McTavish not being there is absolutely tragic. But, no, still some good players on the Pete's. Um, I think they have uh, some interesting draft eligibles this year, too. Do they not? I have no idea about the Pete's. And, uh, unfortunately, in my head, I've uh, confused Peterborough Pete's with the Sault Ste. Marie uh, Greyhounds because I was I was like, yeah, man, sick fucking jersey. And then here I am uh, looking it up, and they're the ones that just say Pete's on it. So uh, I couldn't tell you fuck all about the Pete's now. <laughs> Wait, what? What was that? <laughs> I confused the Peterborough Pete's in my brain, like the, the look of the jersey with Sault Ste. Marie. You thought the Pete's were Sue? Sure. Yeah, I was I was I was thinking I was looking like when I when I was just talking to you as as we record, um, I was thinking of the jersey in my head and I'm like, dude, the, the little greyhound on it, fucking full stride, sick jersey. And I'm like looking I'm looking it up now and I'm like, Yeah, no, that is not that's not them. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, fuck no the peats the peats are like brown and red. Yeah, it's like a maroonish color. Yeah, yeah, very sick. I do like the logo; it's pretty cool. Like the T in it. Yeah, I think it's wild though. They've got uh, what the peats have. O fives playing for their, or 06s playing for their team this year. Jesus, that's weird. It's just wild to me. Like no, I'll I'll definitely have to check out some games when I can. I'm actually playing um I'm playing in a softball league. Oh yeah, I'm looking for yeah, man. I actually played uh I don't know if we've ever spoken about this on this podcast. I uh so yeah, I was a uh I was a soccer player. I played in uh 
the OSL and uh, the like OPDL league, which are the top leagues in Ontario. So you talked about that, but before that, I actually played uh played baseball for like twelve years, first twelve years of my life, mm-hmm. and I uh, I'm fucking looking forward to it. I can't lie; it's been years. It's been years since I've played. So nice. It's not just a beer league too. It's like uh, it's lug. I don't know if you you guys you guys have lug probably down there. Couldn't tell you. Basically, Lug is a um, it's a university. It's run by students with no affiliation to the universities. Mm. So after the games, you get hammered, but <laughs> during the game, like it's legit. Like they do all the, they get you like personalized jerseys. Like there's oh, actually there's like there's an all star game halfway through the season. <laughs> Like, like it's legit. Like they take it seriously. I'm looking forward to it. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't go to a real Fortunately, university, so I couldn't tell you if it was standard. Yeah. Um. Like you know, the games are serious. There's. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even be shocked if you know there was some betting being done uh, at some of the games. Some of the guys take it pretty serious, and you know, if they were to start betting on the games. I think I know who they should turn to. Yeah, I'm sorry. As a fumble fuck this. Yeah, they should turn to DraftKings. Uh, football fans, the first Sunday of the NFL season is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving new customers a can't-miss offer to celebrate the return of the NFL season. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly. And as an added bonus for week one, everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings early win promotions. It's simple. Bet on an NFL team to win. If your team leads by 10 at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. So I guess it's like a skunk rule, even though like the the other team can score. Kind of weird. But hey, that's fucking free money. That's real free money if if you're betting on the right teams. Uh, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet this Sunday. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. Yeah, but I uh, I fucked up that first one. Uh, that was... That was fucking brutal. Um, oh, yeah, that catch up so nicely too. What, uh, buddy? Don't worry. They'll never hear it. They'll never hear. Uh, so I'm looking at the Peterborough Peets. Uh, oh my God, have, have dude? I am butchering this. Yeah, there we go. Um, because when I opened it, it showed the regular season guys from two years ago. Um. Uh, and I was going to laugh, and I'm like, yeah, dude, you'll get a chance to go see uh, Nick Robertson, whose name I've never heard of uh, since the Leafs tried to throw him down our necks, and I haven't heard of him since, but uh, I guess he's not with them anymore. No, Nick Robertson's like 20. Yeah. No, he's He'll be 22. I have no idea. 21 this year. I have no idea when you would click on something from Google for their website that says roster. It wouldn't give you their most recent roster, which I know is not. No, it's not there. I just saw it. I just saw it, you know, that it's there and it's not full yet. 
but why would it show me 2020s instead of 2021 or 2022s? But here we are, just a hot fucking mess of an episode. So, yeah, man, softball. Never played it. Played a lot of baseball growing up. Sure, it's pretty similar. Um, But I do love playing sports and then getting hammered after. So I'm sure I could find love for it. Can't be can't be doing a catcher anymore. Can't squat. Can't squat for long times. Got them bad knees at 30. Oh, my God, dude. I had to go to the chiropractor yesterday Mm -hmm. because my neck, like every couple months, my neck just like gets stuck in place. I'm fucking 20 years old and I have to go to the chiropractor every fucking. (laughs) Oh, it's just brutal. And he like, you know, it's bad when you go to like your chiropractor and they go, ooh. Oh, oh yeah, like see, <laughs> like oh god, what's wrong with me? <laughs> he tried to, Corey, he tried to crack my back, and I, I don't know. Have you ever gotten your back cracked? Yeah, I was in an accident two years ago, man. So. Yeah, so you, <laughs> you lay on your stomach, right? <laughs> yeah. Breathe in, breathe out. They push down, right? Yeah, it hurts like a motherfucker. Yeah, my it didn't work. Ugh. And he goes. I have not failed you. Like I've never seen it not work. Like we're gonna have to do it a different way. Hmm. I was like, wow, I am dying. Like, what is wrong with me? But you know, came out feeling like a million bucks afterwards. Holy, everything was loose. Felt amazing. Dude, I I hate the chiropractor because it really, I love it. I feel so much better. No, I feel good after I, there's something about someone putting like, you know, your shit's going to get snapped. You know what I'm saying? But there's something, there's something very primal. You know what I'm saying? Like when someone puts their hands on you and it's like, this dude's going to fucking kill me right now. Like there's like, there's always like that fear. Do you know um, how like do you know how strong someone would have to be to snap your neck? No, to make it look so easy. Like it's actually a very like you can do it like don't get me wrong, there are members of the military who can do it just based on like angles and stuff, but like for them to snap it the way they're holding it, right. you would have to be so strong. It just feels very vulnerable. Like dude, like to lay down and have someone like grab you and be like, dude, I'm about to yank the fuck out your body. Just bear with me. And I'm like, okay, yeah, no problem, dude. And like my whole body fucking shifts and I hit this nasty, gnarly pop. And yeah, I do feel good. Uh, but then I have to drink a shitload of water or I get like fucking dizzy. Um, the best part of my chiropractor experience from the accident was the medical masseuse and only had like three weeks with her. Her name was Brittany and uh, she fucked my back up professionally. Like she used the cups and shit, dude, and would like drag this shit. Uh, And it hurt so fucking bad. 
But when I would leave there, dude, it felt like I didn't get in an accident for about three or four hours. And it was fantastic. Like I can do basic shit again. You know, like I could reach down and like touch my toes or like grab something off the fucking ground without feeling like a 70 year old man, you know, like it was unreal. And those cops hurt like a psalm bitch. If you're not, if you, if you're fat and you got a lot of fat on you, dude, those things suck so bad. And I was not professional or uh, anything in those regards. When I was in that room, dude, I was screaming profanities the entire time. And she laughed. She said I was her favorite patient because I I didn't sit there and try to pretend like I wasn't in fucking agony. (laughs) 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 I was just real with her. I was like, I need a fucking break. Like I need a break. Give me a second. He'd like take a sip of water. My arms fucking like shaking. Like, <laughs> cause dude, like she had to work on my shoulder, my neck, and my back from from the accident. So it was just so much shit that was fucked up. And we started and like just you know basically went through a cycle of it. It was fucking fantastic. Um, but dude, that shit'll it feels good, but it it drains your fucking energy, man. Um, so I have a love hate relationship with the chiropractor, the chiropractor, I guess. Um, I felt some of the, uh, my chiropractor also had the, um, geez, what is it called? Uh, it was like also a rehab center. So I do like some of my rehabilitation work and then do chiropractic work. So I would do that actually before I recorded some days, uh, two years ago. Um, and it was, it was okay. It was a, I, I, sometimes I felt like, I guess when you just stuck at home for 10 months, dude, like you just get depressed and you're like, this shit ain't fucking working. I don't even know why I'm fucking doing this anymore. Um, but I'm back at work. So something, something worked, you know, just very slow, I guess. Um, what I did not like it was uh it wasn't an immersion table mason but it was like um it was a table that wasn't one unit it was like three separate pieces of a table and they'd strap my big ass to it and the table moves under you and it's like supposed to like uh space out your back i guess maybe like uh Maybe like the discs in your back, you know, to try to like, um, to like pull them apart as far as like, you know, giving them like a gap or something to like pop in your back without them doing anything. So I'd sit on the fucking tables for like, I think it started at 10 minutes and then it went as long as like 35 fucking minutes and it was fucking brutal. And I'm gonna tell you why it's because I'm fat and, um, God bless these poor fucking women trying to strap me to this fucking table um, that didn't work because the thing works off of you being skinny, because if you're skinny, you can fucking yank the fuck out of this belt to hold you down, you know, and you don't have any like fat to like have it roll. You know what I'm saying? So it's like they strap me to this fucking table uh, put me in the dark. I'm listening to fucking podcasts and stuff like that, you know, for like 30 minutes. Um, where the problem is, is that the belt is on my stomach, which is 
in this situation a hill, right? It's a hill. It's not flat. It's got nothing to fucking grip to. So when the table's trying to pop my back and, you know, separate the discs and shit, it can't because once it reaches a certain point, the straps rolling down my fucking stomach like a hill. Uh, and I felt like it was a big waste of time, but I, I'd always fall asleep and it was very embarrassing because I guess I snore. So I'm just fucking dying in there on this very cold fucking table. Um, yeah, I don't know where I'm going with it, Mason. Uh, I just have a love hate relationship, I guess, with chiropractor. I can't lie. You kind of lost me there. Yeah, I don't know what this type of table is, dude. Uh, <laughs> like, it, it was just like every now and then it'd pop my back and I was like, oh, okay, so this is what it's supposed to do. But it was like so few and far um, that it just didn't fucking work. Like, did it have like rollers on it? No, no. It was like, it's so weird because I, I know what you're talking about, the rolling tables where it's like basically you lay on this table and it's like a masseuse without a person and like rolls no, on like, your back. Where like they're like, it's like a conveyor belt roller where it basically just stretches you so thin that everything just cracks yeah i guess maybe that's what it was supposed to do but it doesn't it work for big like, people it kind of looks like it kind of looks like the machine that killed an uh ania montoya's father come for revenge <laughs> <laughs> similar okay okay you know what actually yeah no no, no, no. that's perfect that's perfect it. that's perfect like it was supposed to stretch me until like my back popped to give me relief but the straps are not for fat people. You can't do it with the stomach. Like they would have had better luck if they strapped my fucking thighs and my chest. But the strap needed to go on my big ass fucking stomach, dude. So like it would go to stretch. It'd be like pink, pink, pink. And then the, the belt would just slip down. And I'm like, huh? now it's like fucking pinching my fucking chest down. But it's not tight enough to keep me in place, dude. So I basically just laid on this table for fucking 30 minutes, freezing my ass off in the dark, listening to a podcast. So the, the table killed you. I'm sure I put damage to that table more than it damaged me. My name is Corey Fleetwood. You killed my back. Yeah. Prepared you, you did not you did not fix my back. Prepare to pay. Um, but no, I had to pay them. So reverse. It was reverse. <laughs> it was missed. Well, Holy shit, this this episode has It's been fun. What are you talking about? Gone off the rails. <laughs> and it's been fun. Well, what are we gonna talk about? There's one thing. Uh Jonathan Drew Ann got like two million dollars for his uh I think it's a yeah, it's a golf tournament that he always has. He raised about two about two million dollars, which is fucking awesome. Good for him. And then, over two million dollars. Over two million, sorry. Uh for the Chum Foundation. Now I'm not sure what that is. It's the um, Children's Foundation. Oh, the... fuck yeah, dude. That's that's the way to go about it. Well, good for him, dude. I, I think it's his fourth fourth one. Um, uh, It would be his sixth. He's sixth? been doing it since he got here. I believe so. Oh, I think great. maybe, or, or maybe, maybe it's his fourth because of COVID. Mm. That's possible. Okay. But he has, he, his first one was six years ago for sure. Awesome. Well, I, I just, I love when guys get back. And honestly, I feel like since we lost PK Subban from this team, um, who was like the biggest, you know, contributor to like the children's hospital and shit like that. I just love uh, when guys, you know, give back to, to the children. It's, I don't know. 
they are the future. So, no, absolutely. He's donated five hundred thousand of his own uh, salary. What a fucking guy! From that too. That's so. so sick. Yeah, I mean, let like PK set the bar high with ten million, but Drew N has quiet, much quiet, like very quietly done a lot for the Montreal community. No, that he has, and and amidst his own like you know, mental, mental issues and and injuries. He's, you know, still never, never let, let that get more important, I guess, to him than helping. So. Absolutely. Um, and kind of unceremoniously, um, I'm gonna, we're going to have to cut her here because I still haven't packed. That's fucking right. Um, luck. You would have done the same at my age. I, this guy, this guy, he said. Excuse um, me. We appreciate it. blood us up. Well, do you have anything else you want to add? or? Oh, we do have another ad read, surprisingly. Okay, well, let's take her out. Well, let's 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 then. close her out with this, right? Uh, this is new, and this is going to be something for the future for you guys. Sorry, Mason. No, you're just a, a, rushy, a rushy person right now. LOL. I figured I would have got like six text messages from you telling me to wrap her up. Um. Uh, yeah, this is something for the future for y'all. Y'all have two ad reads coming at y'all for every episode now, and that's awesome because that means it's more money coming into our pockets to help uh, reshape this fucking podcast. So if you still love us, please tune in. Because uh, we have a new sponsor with Raycon. Oh, so folks, Raycon's everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. With optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit, these earbuds are so comfortable and they will not budge, which is something big. I don't fuck with plug-in earphones, um, but these actually don't move. I don't like I don't like when I run or flex. You know, I could feel them jiggling around. That's how you lose these motherfuckers. But trust me, these do not do that. Uh, Raycons give you eight hours of playtime which is fucking awesome. It's like a full work day's worth, unless you're like me working overtime, but uh, charge them at lunch. Uh, And a 32-hour battery life, which is sick. Raycons are priced just right. You get quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands. Uh, It's no wonder Raycons everyday earbuds have over 50,000 five-star reviews. Um, Mason, I don't know what you've been listening to lately. Um, I've been listening to this guy, Mad Kelly, his song hostage has taken over my fucking Spotify. Uh, he's got like a new, a new metal sound with like a mix of like my emo years, like 2010 to now type of sound, uh, kids fucking awesome. He's got a couple other songs like in my room, um, really fucking good. That's what I've been listening to lately. Uh, Mason, do you care to to give a an artist that's not MGK that you've been listening to? Zach Bryan. Zach Bryan. What is that? Is that country? Country. Nice. Nice. I've been I've been getting back in the country. It's mostly what I listen to. Really? Mostly country. New era country or old time country? Both. I don't I don't listen to like I like new era country, 
But if it's like super poppy, if it's like Kane Brown or I don't know that is. Luke Bryan, I can't I can't deal with it. But I just no, worked the Luke Bryan show. It was miserable. <laughs> yeah, no. Luke Combs, superior Luke. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm an oh, old I'll like Johnny. I'll listen to Johnny Cash. Um, okay. I've, see, see, that's the thing. Like I've I find like Johnny Cash and like Glenn Campbell and a couple other guys, they're they're more just musicians. Like I don't even know if you if they can even like like they transcended past like just country music. Like a couple of the older guys, it's just they were just artists almost. Well we we used to like the this is the cringiest thing ever. Let's hear it. We used to uh when we were cutting down trees, we'd listen to Lumberjack by Johnny Cash. <laughs> I don't know if you know that one. Yeah, I know it. <laughs> yeah. So we'd we'd throw that one on and fucking <laughs> start fucking chopping down trees while Johnny Cash is going fuck, what's the word? Something about call me lumberjack. Something, <laughs> something, something. <laughs> Go look up the Lumberjack song by Mighty Python. Because every time I hear the word Lumberjack, that's what I hear. Um, yeah, me and my cousin would play uh, Doug Stone. Um, fuck, what is it? Um, addicted to the dollar after we worked like seven, a seven-day week. Coming home at like 11 at night. Like tomorrow, after I get out of this game at like 11 at night, that'll probably be playing on the ride home. Just exhausted. Um, yeah, so that's what I like to listen to, uh, in my Ray J, in my Ray Cons. Um, I, I really like the, uh, the earbud, like the tap function on the earbuds. Uh, I, you know, these, these earphones now are so, so incredible. Like, I don't, I don't want to have to take my phone out and change, uh, shit. It's not wired anymore. So I don't feel like I should have to pull my phone out to pause my Spotify or anything like that. The fact that there's uh you could do it on the earphone is, or the earbud is, is that much better. Uh, and then the ice, the noise isolation is sick. Like, I don't want to hear, like, I, I don't, I don't want it to be so noisy outside. So like now I get it in my experience, you know, like I work the saints games and shit. So like, yeah, like the, the, the isolation aspect works well, maybe not, in a fucking arena, you know, full of, you know, like 70,000 fans, but for the most part, it does the job well. Um, but I do like that aspect of it, but man, so I hope you guys, uh, like fucking Raycons, but, uh, go to, this is just for y'all, uh, go to buyraycon.com slash THPN today to get 15% off of your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score 15% off at buyraycon.com slash THPN so you guys can experience it as well. Um, yeah, so I guess this is pretty cool since we both like music. We'll be able to talk a little a bit about what we're listening to thanks to Raycon um, and their sick headphones. But yeah, folks, we hope you uh, hope you guys take take advantage of this and get you know, get 15% off of a new pair of headphones. But yeah, Mason, I hear you. I hear you fumble fucking around in the background. You get nervous and shit. You got to go. But um, yeah, I guess that's it. I guess that's it. I did have, uh, I had a, a pizza, uh, a fun pizza outro, but 
fuck boy can i hear you not capable of doing that today so we'll close her out here uh folks thank y'all so much for listening to halves nightly and i know uh this was more of a talk nightly episode because we didn't talk shit about the halves but what do you want me to do there's nothing to talk about uh but thank you all again for listening uh you can find me and mason on twitter at halves nightly and myself at bayou benders um please give us a follow and talk to us on there or i'm gonna set up an email so we can get some uh some people that don't use social media to send in some shit like how much they hate my ramblings or um it's a disgrace that i thought peterborough peach were the sault st marie greyhounds uh but that's just something that i can't edit out and i just have to live with that but yeah, this has been the episode. I hope you guys liked it. Once again, this has been Habs Nightly, and we'll talk to you guys later. Hopefully Mason uh, makes it up to Peterborough. Yeah, Peterborough. <laughs> I was about to say Sue Saint. So. Y'all have a good night. We'll talk to you guys next week. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.